This edition of The Standard is brought to you by the AXA Startup Angel Competition. I'm Sharma Dean Reed, founder and CEO of The Stack World, and I'm here to help you turn your business dream into reality. There are six chances to win the competition, including two top prizes of £25,000, mentoring from myself and leading UK founders, plus business insurance for a year, thanks to AXA. Go to standard.co.uk forward slash AXA Startup Angel for details on how to enter and complete your entry by the 2nd of June, 2024. Good luck. The secret to summer-ready skin is here. Osea's number one best-selling Andaria Algae Body Oil, clinically proven to instantly improve skin elasticity and transform dry skin to silky, soft, and unbelievably glowing. Its signature scent of freshly squeezed grapefruit, cypress, and mango mandarin transports you to sun-kissed summer days. Get healthy, glowing skin for summer with clean, vegan skincare from Osea. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code GLOW at OseaMalibu.com. ES Audio. From the Evening Standard in London, I'm Rochelle Travers, and this is The Leader. Let's not just be one group, let's join together with every group that is fighting for the rights and the safety of women. It's this energy, positivity, and solidarity that will help us change the world. To mark International Women's Day, we're finding out the story behind London's Women of the World Festival. The event run by the WOW Foundation celebrates the achievements of women and girls, but also confronts global gender injustices. Starting out in London back in 2010, it has since grown exponentially and is now held in 30 locations across six continents. During that time, the likes of Malala Yousafzai, Annie Lennox, Patrick Stewart, Baroness Doreen Lawrence and Selma Hayek have all taken part. This year's London Festival runs from Friday the 10th of March until Sunday the 12th at the South Bank Centre. Jude Kelly is the founder and CEO of the WOW Foundation, and she's been explaining how she came up with the initial idea over 13 years ago. Well, I was the artistic director of the South Bank Centre, which is the largest centre for, for culture in Europe. And bearing in mind that in three generations, my family went from my grandmother leaving school when she was 12 to me running the South Bank Centre. That's an incredible journey of social progress for people, but for women. And I was incredibly excited about the realisation that, you know, we do make progress if we keep fighting and urging forward. However, it was also 13 years ago at a time when an awful lot of people, particularly like in the global North were sort of saying, well, we've kind of done equality, we're nearly there, we've sort of sorted this out now. Shame for everybody else, but, you know, we're okay. And I just had to say, sorry, that is absolutely not true. We've got so many issues, A, that we need to join forces on globally, and B, that we need to look in our own backyard about. And I also wanted to celebrate girls and women, because so much of the sort of story of feminism and, and human rights generally, of course, lands you into a kind of plaintive victim space because you know there's a lot to be angry and sad about but I also know that women have done incredible things all through history unrecognized unheralded made invisible again but absolutely amazing things despite being told that we're not equal so I wanted to say you know 
if you're a woman, you know a woman, then let's celebrate the incredible achievements. And that's how I called it. Wow. <laughs> kind of like, wow, it is amazing what we've done so far. Let's not stop. Jude, how did you put all that into action then and actually start to create this festival? I always have loved festivals um, because I really believe that, you know, you say the word festival and people kind of go, that's got joy, happiness, food, drink, you know, um, spontaneity. And so I didn't want to have a conference. I didn't want to have a kind of forum because plenty of those about plenty of subjects. I wanted to create a festival that brought together every kind of woman from every walk of life and showed us all that our domestic lives can be very different from our professional lives, that whether you are in your 70s or in your teens, that you're already having different versions, both of inequality and also of change you can make personally and you know in solidarity. So that's the idea of a festival. I mean, it's got pop-up music, like pop-up weightlifting, pop-up dance classes and yoga and self-defense and all sorts of stuff. But, you know, you're also going to hear about the latest news about the Met Police, issues to do with um, safety generally. You're going to have lots of talks about, you know, menopause or periods. There's no taboo subjects, but there's also a lot of things to celebrate. And, you know, the incredible thing was that having done it once in London, at the Southbank Centre, it not only has become an annual big festival, but women around the world then came to me and said, look, we'd like one in Baltimore, we'd like one in Australia, we'd like one in Harlem, in New York, we'd like one in Turkey, and so on and so on. Bangladesh, Sri Lanka, Pakistan, Somaliland. It's been incredible for me to see how this idea of festival and celebration chimes with girls and women all over the world because they are proud of what's been achieved. What are some of the things you've done at WOW that you're most proud of? Well, I've met lots of women, who've young women, who've come to me and said, by the way, I came to WOW when I was 14, I came to WOW when I was 17, I came to WOW when I was 20, and now I am. And it was a litany of amazing achievements. And they often say, you know, it really literally changed my life because I suddenly saw the pattern of inequality and how it affects different people in different ways. And I, and I took it on as one of my causes. And I also meet like women who are grandmothers who sort of go, I finally realized that, you know, I've done like 70 years where I've done nothing but think about caring for the people. And I suddenly realized that actually I need to care for myself. So there's lots of stories individually from all over the world. But we've got an exhibition on at the moment around King's Cross, which is a um, hundred great women from around the world who if you like become wild leaders and if you if you look at you know what they're doing everything from kind of forensic medicine to astrophysics to you know incredible craft work you'll see that wow has given them a platform and a meeting space for saying we exist and this is who we are and loads of offshoots you know people starting their own programs their own initiatives I mean, the Women's Equality Party sprung up at WOW eight years ago. Lots of entrepreneurs started up because WOW gave them the confidence. So numerous examples. Let's go to the ads. Stay there to hear more from Jude Kelly, founder and CEO of the WOW Foundation, on what to expect from this year's festival and why International Women's Day isn't just about women. It's actually about society. I absolutely believe that men are as much part of this as women are. Why not hit rate and follow in the meantime?
Hi, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby Podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium and the fight for the Premiership title will be decided at Twickenham. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe and download now wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. Welcome back. Jude, let's focus on this year's London's Wow Festival now at the South Bank Centre. What are the things on offer for people this time? It runs from Friday morning through to Sunday evening. And for those of you who aren't familiar with the Wow Festival, you can come and get what they call a day pass, a bit like going to Glastonbury. You know, you get your wristband and then in you go. And you can look, you can do all kinds of things. You can go to all sorts of talks and debates and there's big ideas being presented by all kinds of people. And you're going to bump into everybody from, you know, the mayor of London through to really unknown but brilliant young women who are kind of creating their own podcasts or building their own initiatives around sport. And it's a real fun education. So you can get your wristband and go in and you can go to any session. And that gives you sort of the freedom to, to dip in and out of things that maybe you don't know much about or you, you know sound a bit, make you a bit nervous in some ways or things that you just have a, a really great time at because you're, you're partaking in a self-defense class or a, a dance class or whatever. And then in the evenings, there's a separate ticketed items. So for example, Friday night, we've got um, Fee and Jane, you know, with their podcast. We've got Roxanne Gay on Sunday night. Uh, we've got lots of different activities that you can, it, it's everything from stand-up comics to very serious debate. Why do you think International Women's Day and the WOW Festival are still needed? Women aren't equal anywhere in the world. And if, I mean, you're a woman, so you probably kind of, sometimes one feels quite baffled. Why is it that we've been told that, you know, we have to be second class in wages, second class in childcare issues, second class in, you know, political legislation. It, what, why is that still now in the 21st century? So I think that we, we've got to keep on addressing over and over again violence against women, issues to do with poor research around women's health. There's no end to the things that inequality brings to you, both as an individual and in society. And you need to keep alerting people to it. Now, of course, yes, International Women's Day is about women, but I want to stress that it's actually about society. And living with a man, having a man as my dad, obviously, having a son, having a grandson, I absolutely believe that men are as much part of this as women are. We can't make an equal world one-sidedly. Everybody has to be involved. So, you know, International Women's Day is one mark in the sand in the calendar. But what I find gratifying is that over and over again, we are noticing that now, every single day, issues that were only raised on the 8th of March are now raised. You know, and people are probably saying, gosh, you know, haven't we had enough of this? Some people are saying that. Some chaps are saying that. Well, we haven't. We can't have enough of it until we're equal and that's quite a long way into the future still and finally what's the plan for the future of wow more expansion more countries what next well definitely more countries are happening all the time 
So we're opening Wow Athens for the first time in the, in April. About Wow Seychelles, who have a a, a huge and, and complex story going on there about you know climate change and the impact it has on on communities, particularly women. Um, we're looking at um, Wow in Indonesia. We're looking at Wow, but many people from around the world are saying, you know, we'd like to do a Wow. We're having a big event with Canada at Wow this year. Um, I, I can't see any reason why the WOW movement, since it now has about 3 million women involved, shouldn't just carry on growing, and I hope it does. Look out um, later in the year. We're ha- hatching a plot with the Evening Standard for a project that we're going to do. I won't give too much away at the moment, but we're really, really keen to make sure that girls' voices are understood and heard. And that's it from The Leader. This podcast is back tomorrow at 4pm. Hi, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season, when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. And the fight for the Premiership title will be decided at Twickenham. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe and download now wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.